This is Baseline, a podcast about baseball for people who know nothing about baseball. I'm Kyle. And I'm Andrew. And this is Baseline. I've got some uh, Giants news to cover here briefly. Giants news. Um, Giants news. They're big again, Giants. They're They're big. They're big. They're the big Um, ones. The Frost Giants are coming. They uh, please well, go to the shelters now. The photo that you're seeing here is somewhat yeah. apt for that, uh, with the snow falling while they were mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. a game in, I think, the Colorado Rockies, you know, your home of the uh, Rocky Mountain Oysters. Mm-hmm. They, uh, mm-hmm. there was a game mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. Derek Holland, mm-hmm. one nope. of these uh, starting pitchers of your San Francisco Giants, was pitching in a regular game. And then was told to leave said game, as you do. Mm. Uh, The Giants ended up losing to the Reds in the game that they're talking about here. But um, Derek Holland had to leave the game, apparently in in a post-game interview, said with an injury that he had faked. And Mm. the Mm. Bay Area press is sort of all up in a buzz by saying, like, uh, you know, one... Holland's moving to the bullpen now. He's no longer a starting pitcher. And so, you know, what's the drama there? Also, a major league team is basically saying, hey, pitcher, uh, we need you to, I don't know, say that you're injured so that we can put a new pitcher in now instead of later. And Giants, of course, and Bruce Bochy and and management and the league and stuff are basically said like, you know, what Holland is saying about the injury is that, you know, he just doesn't understand that he was actually hurt and we just couldn't have him continue to play, even though he felt like, you know, he could still throw a pitch. And that's the, the uh, that's the misunderstanding that uh-huh, we have here. Uh huh. No, you just don't understand what's good for you. I know what's best for you. Right. Yes, exactly. I, what is the advantage of, of telling your pitcher to, fake an injury so that you can get him out sooner because couldn't you just I mean you could just take him out if you wanted to surely you could the difference in this instance likely was that Derek Holland was pitching so poorly in his uh, two and two thirds innings on Thursday where he gave up seven runs that the Giants thought yeah thank you for that by the way yeah, we just can't, we can't have, we can't have him in here anymore. So mm-hmm. by taking a pitcher out when they're quote unquote injured, that gives you the chance to then warm up the replacement pitcher on the mound. Um, mm. Typically, the person who would then replace that pitcher would already be warmed up. And so you would just be throwing a few pitches to um, sort of get the juices flowing as it were in regular game mode on the mound. So you would throw whatever, like four pitches, six pitches, and then they would resume play in a regular switch out situation. But when the pitcher is actually hurt, that gives the Giants a chance to now go grab a bullpen pitcher, put that pitcher on the mound straight away and give them enough time to warm up. And so like, I don't know what exactly the amount of time is that, that you would give them to warm up. I'm sure there's some sort of new league specification for that, but uh, so they can kind of switch in a pitcher quicker than is would be usual. They, yes, exactly. But Um, the advantage here, that doesn't seem to me like that would be that much of an advantage. I don't know. 
doesn't it's, seem like that would be enough the, to matter, but I guess it uh, does. With, uh, with pitchers, pitcher, pitching is all about a rhythm, right? Pitchers so, are like, a fickle species. <laughs> <laughs> the mighty pitcher takes his mound. He walks forward and the pitch. It's a strike. Here we see the pitcher surveying his prey. He could throw a fastball in this situation, but the pitcher's looking in and deciding whether or not he wants to make the pitch. He winds up into the attack stance, threatening his prey. Soon he will release. <laughs> that, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so the, the pitching, I would say organizationally, pitching is... V- hyper fickle especially when you have new management here uh, sorry new ownership you don't have new management Bochi is on his last year San with the Francisco Giants. Giants now under new management they are actually and this <laughs> this new ownership is making a lot of different movements honestly and it's sort of weird so Derek that Holland can is going definitely be beneficial but also sometimes <laughs> isn't it's a it's a gamble, which is true honestly. Of literally everything that's not a point <laughs> <laughs> I did not say a poignant thing there. <laughs> hey, sometimes it's good sometimes it's not so good huh yeah pretty much the the thing with the Giants though is that with this new ownership they have actually sent one of their hottest pitchers from last year down to the minors in this same move so Derek Holland moves to the bullpen Jeez. and yeah, all the way down moves. to the minors yep yep mm. It's, it's not time for minor league team of the week yet, but uh, but it's not good. I mean, so when a player goes back to the minors, obviously they they are doing so sometimes as sort of like a rehab stint if you were injured and you're trying to like work yourself back up to the majors. But if you're sent down to the minors, it's typically because of your poor performance. And hey, uh, let me tell you something. We're going to be sending you back down to the minors. Uh, this is a good thing for you because you're a good pitcher, right? So, like, you're going to clean up. It's going to really raise your self-esteem. I promise. Hey, uh, don't leave anything here when you leave. Take it all with you. <laughs> clean out your locker. Just, just make sure that you take literally everything with you because you're not coming back. Like, No, even that nameplate. That's got to be gone. Yeah. We got right. the new guy coming in in twenty. Really yeah. need you out of here now. But the tabs waiting the, up front. That's the thing, though, right? Like you're still staying in that team system. It's not like you're being sent to another team. Like if they traded you, that's for sure. Like we absolutely do not want you anywhere near our team or our system or anything. Um, or we, you know, obviously needed cash for you for some reason, but. Mm-hmm. the instance where you're sent back to the minors, I guess the thought is like, hey, you know, go work out whatever kinks you have and then we'll we're, we'll bring you back when somebody's hurt. <laughs> Why right? don't you go and work out your, your problems uh, mm-hmm. for a bit? <laughs> the, prob- the problem is you, not me. Or maybe it's me and not you. I don't, I, at yeah. this point, I can't really keep it straight. It feels a um, little bit like uh, 19th century boarding schools where it's like, oh, we're sending old Timmy away. Well, the, actually, thinking about like major league farm systems, they're called farm systems, and it's it, it's yeah. really it's, it's like it, I'm not a crop. And Aaron, I, Aaron would be excited about that. He'd be all over yeah, that. yeah. I I I mean, there's a, farms. We could probably get into sort of the the analogies between you know farms and raising it and and turning the soil and whatever else. But um, in in this instance, Plowing. it's 
Yeah, plowing, yeah, lots of plowing. Uh, there's plenty of dirt. Combines. Um, no, that's an NFL thing. <laughs> that's an N- Yeah, exactly. Oh. So that's that's the Giants right now. They're in some really kind of strange. I think this will blow over really fast, but mm-hmm. it, they're in sort of a strange spot with the drama that has surrounded, especially the yeah. new ownership and like getting folks. Uh, sort if, of pushed out a big bit. corporation they would be talking about um they're going through a bit of an internal restructuring in order to refocus their vision on uh key goals i thought that maybe next year would be more of a rebuilding time mm. but it's it's honestly nope, very we're, much we're looking, demolishing the inside of the house while leaving the walls. <laughs> not even the inside like we've leveled the house now yeah. and well, yeah. <laughs> The land is we, still there. We dug a hole, pushed the house into the hole, and we're covering the hole up. We're not going to think about the hole again. Do not do mention to, the hole. We have to live in that house in the hole for another year, unfortunately. But well, that's no, just... we've actually assembled a small cardboard box. Okay, I'll take. Uh, th- you know what? At this point, I'll take that as long as <laughs> as long as uh, the cardboard. I'm not box sure what is this is an analogy for. Yeah, it's a very no, extended it, metaphor. Yeah, yeah. It's Some fine. would say overextended. <sighs> giants, you know, giants. Uh, speaking of of giants, my giants played your Cincinnati Reds this weekend. It was sort of a, a bittersweet uh, series, I think, between those two teams because your your Cincinnati Reds played they the last game. Blows. Well, they did trade blows, but they also, I mean, the last game was great. Sunday's game Not, was. One, they didn't literally like, trade blows. I'm, what I mean is that the series went back and forth. Unless they did trade blows, and I missed the news, but I feel like I would have seen something about that. Yeah, the, uh, well, we probably would have covered it in our our uh, baseball fights uh, segment somewhere. Baseball fight. It's it, we need something. Yeah, there you go. Uh, more. That's right. Uh, baseball fights. Samba. <laughs> worse. I don't know what that is. Worse. That's nothing. <laughs> Wait, does this work? <laughs> Baseball fights. We're fighting each other. There you go. That's the one. This aggression uh, will not stand, man. mm, Perfect. The Cincinnati Reds played my San Francisco Giants. Um, I'll get to it eventually. And it was the last series, of course, that the Reds are going to play at Oracle Park. And so during the some half inning of the uh, of the Giants game, they did this like tribute to Marty Brenneman on the Jumbotron and like had him on the Giants broadcast for a bit. It was really kind of like a strange, surreal baseline moment where, you know, we're like I, I could feel the energy, you know, like our we were cosmically linked. Yeah, that's interesting and really great. Very gracious, I would say. Because, you know, they don't got to do that, but it's... Right, it's awfully right. Nice. Well, it, it, it seems... Like, I don't know if that would also, would happen, you know, with other franchises. It likely would, but the the Giants franchise is... Um, especially on the radio, is such a, like, old-school baseball uh, kind of team. Where they've got old baseball players who, while they were on the field in 1976, Marty Brennan was, was starting his career... 
and mm-hmm. calling those games. And one of the former players that is now one of the broadcasters played with the Reds. And like, you know, there's there are these like connections, these really strange connections between the broadcasting world and the history of the broadcasting world, at least, and the former players who are now broadcasting for the Giants. It's just a it's kind of an interesting, interesting vibe. Um, but yeah, it was kind of cool to see a good series, uh, especially since on Sunday we got a win. Yep. Uh, we also got some follow-up through email, uh, a wonderful, gracious email from uh, uh, unknown. Should I say unknown or should oh, I no. should I out? Literally, okay. I have All no right. idea who sent it. I have, I have no idea who this is. Uh, it was an email from... <laughs> that's right. We've got some suggestions for our baseline bingo. Um, a few squares. We've got like a walk-off home run, double steal, which is, that's going to be a hard one to get. Yeah, this uh, is like this is like the hard bingo card, the one that you get and you're like, yeah. oh man. <laughs> this would be yeah, this would be a really good They're never bingo gonna card. come up with number seventy two. That's just it only goes from one to ten. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh this would be good for like a, a full excuse me. I think you would have this, to put in more common events, you know, to yeah, throw people a bone. Would, you know, I don't know. I, it depends. Like if we did it for the whole twenty nineteen season. Um, or like when, you know, whenever this we start true, this, yeah, yeah. uh, it, it might be okay. A suicide squeeze. I guess totally. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking if this was, uh, in the context of a single game, you would never ever <laughs> complete a bingo. Cor- correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if it, it's for the whole season, yeah. 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 And I think, you know what, it would be kind of fun to, to work from this list. I, these were ones that I wasn't even really thinking about ground rule double, uh, mm-hmm. Bach, uh, infield fly Bach. rule. Like these, Bach. these are actually things. These are good topics, Bach. maybe <laughs> to, to go over because um, yeah. I I need a bit of a refresher on some of these things. Yeah, I sure. do too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure Bulk is uh, that place where they sell discounted clothes. Right, I got it at Bulk. <laughs> That was that was that guy who uh, used to used to uh, play the piano and write write music. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, right. Um, yeah. Balk's uh, Symphony uh, Number so, Nine. Yeah. Sebastian. Uh, yo. Yo. Uh, Johan. Sebastian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Balk. <laughs> Balk. <laughs> Balk. Uh, um. You know, my thought, so, yeah, so we have walk-off home run, double steal, ground rule double, suicide squeeze, bulk, uh, runner interference, infield fly rule, and sacrifice fly. And I think that um, we should maybe make a couple of these. Some of them should maybe, or I thought that it would be cool to have one that is not related to on-field events, but is, you know, like if you're in the ballpark, you know, like mascot does something stupid or, um, you know, concession person does something funny concession person trips and falls someone spills their beer and trips or something like that you know like yeah. more like um the goings on around the stadium mhm someone doesn't catch the the ball in foul ground yeah um you know let's There's say a like a uh, bat boy does something mhm na 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 um hmm i'm trying to think of uh, I mean, a freebie space would be like organ music. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. Trying to think of could there be like uncalled for organ music? Sure. Maybe like uh, PA screw up. PA screw up is good. That's hard to hear on a broadcast, though. Well, it's like yeah. it's it's one of those. 
I like like um, player on first talks to the first baseman. Oh yeah, that's always great. When they um, have a little chat. Just like silly stuff, right? Like it's the the part of the game where you don't really realize that there there are actual human beings playing this game. They're not just robots. Mm-hmm. Um, I I forget that all the time forget that all the time uh this is a great starting list though if you have suggestions of course be sure to send them over baseline hmm, bingo at baseline.show uh through our email is is one way you can do it or you could join our discord server by uh becoming a patron patreon.com slash good stuff and we'll give you access there uh another bit of follow-up that I wanted to get to from our uh, Discord page here. Uh, some folks saying, indeed, uh, Hot Dog was a mammal. Uh, yep, uh, that's correct. I think you can mm-hmm. give him the ding for that. Uh, yep. A hot dog, uh, we also from Haroldina, a hot dog was many mammals. Uh, yep, yep, also yep. very true. Correct, yep. Uh, uh, you've solved mm-hmm. our riddle. Yeah. <laughs> You you have actually uh, the two spot bingo for baseline bingo has now been uh, you won uh, plinko maybe we could do I don't know whatever <laughs> there's just so many so many games oh a, a square should definitely be like contrived uh, you know game with fans on field oh yeah I there are you so know more like of a these. mascot race or something you know some sort of contrivance. Well, and that honestly happens so much with, like, if you go and watch a uh, Washington Nationals game, they do that every single game with the presidents and having them, like, run around or whatever, and they do that with the, uh, oh my gosh, what's the it's team? It's kind of like no, they've had no Milwaukee. original ideas uh, for, you know. Yeah, 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 it's almost, it's almost that is like that. scorching heart day. <laughs> <laughs> they're come, come at me washington nationals yeah yeah it's they're they're running, they're running i mean it is fun stuff. to see the uh disproportionately large president heads but yeah right. i think that's what right. i'm thinking of yeah no 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 yeah. that's exactly okay, yeah I, I you know and i i feel like maybe that is i'm like might am not i misremembering another beloved sports franchise that has presidents <laughs> smash it's cuts. either i mean honestly it's either the nationals or it's the milwaukee brewers and i i can't quite remember which well that one doesn't is. make any sense clearly yeah, for the Mar- milwaukee brewers it should be different mugs of beer let's move on to some weird baseball things weird baseball things Deadspin.com's got an article here. Uh, baseball, oh, sorry, a bad throw to first forced Nico Goodrum, great name, to send a flying knee into Marwin Gonzalez's face. Uh, you, I just can't stop watching this gif. It's a little bit like watching a crash test of a car because it's slow motion and you're just like, boom. I just got to say, he better be thankful that he was wearing that helmet. Also, it looks like he, because of the sort of angle that his head was at and the fact that he was wearing the helmet, he couldn't really see that the knee was there very well, is my guess. Yeah. Because he, he ran headlong into it. And yeah. I can only assume that he just didn't realize that there was a knee there. Anyway, I ho- is, is, he, uh, is he okay? 
Um, it looks like both of the players had to leave the game straight after this. Why? I do recommend you you go uh, and under- and look at this. Understandable, yes. Yeah. Oh, it says he was uh, able to pass concussion protocol, so that's good. He was diagnosed with quote only a facial contusion. Uh, right, which is basically just like a cut on the face. But right, the, the, and then uh, and then the uh, the Tigers player um, was diagnosed with a right knee contusion. So mm. contusions for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the surprising thing here is that the the first baseman is supposed to basically like do all they can to not impede the runner mm-hmm. whether or not like they would have whether or not this Detroit player would have caught the ball and like tagged him out yeah. um he would have basically been completely impeding him and would have had to call him safe. Like there's no impeding the runner. Yeah. There is no way that this like would have been okay for the, the first baseman to do ever. Um, I I have to think that his sort of throwing his leg out is sort of an instinctual thing for like balance or getting leverage. Sure. Uh, But, is what it seems like but you know it's yeah it's the this is the unfortunate thing of sometimes uh the throws are bad and uh you end up looking very silly trying to catch them because you have to jump in ways that you didn't anticipate yeah uh good says that uh he basically just didn't see the first baseman and also uh added that his biggest concern was the state of his face he says quote i was hoping that my face was okay and that it wasn't broken I took my time to answer head athlete trainer Tony Leo uh, when he got there. I was breathing hard for 10 seconds and I figured I was okay. Um, it probably just scared the bejesus out of his face, right? I'm like, sure. It, yeah. Like just shock. <laughs> yeah. Because maybe that, you, maybe like getting the air, uh, the wind knocked out of you kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, he definitely looks like he's wincing prior to him coming in like he didn't slide for first or anything like that and most players don't right like the run to first is not going to be one where you, you slide towards it you're just supposed to go i don't know like as as much as you can run through the base mm-hmm. um so i don't know it, it this is obviously a very weird thing to see in baseball but to have such a good gif for it where you can just keep watching this in looped slow motion um, uh, ni- nice work, MLB. comment here is, ouch, he didn't need that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would, I would mm-hmm. hit that. I would hit the, uh, the ding button, but, uh, unfortunately everything's broken on my side and I don't know uh, how to, how to fix Not it. Not a big the surprise. Every, boy, that's, that's how it goes here. You're uh, we've got a, you've got another, I would love to fire this, this whole machine. It's just been acting up lately. <laughs> Got another uh, sort of weird baseball thing here. Um, the Oakland A's. Uh, <laughs> boy, how do how do I even get into this? Because it's not even one team anymore. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of teams. Uh, a thirty five year old right hander, Jackson uh, Edwin Jackson, was acquired by Toronto from Oakland for cash on Saturday. And the reason that this is such a big deal is because he's set to play for a record 14th team. Um, He'd been moving around a lot. (laughs) Well, we talked about like sending a pitcher back to the minors, right? And like that happens sometimes. I would say at least a couple times, you know, in a season, you'll send players back and bring them back up. Um, 
for things that are unrelated to obviously like regular injury stuff. But uh, Jackson signed a minor league contract with Oakland last month um, and played look, what looks to be two games at triple a one in single a and then basically just decided i guess the oakland a's decided like let's just send you over to toronto because why not we could use the cash um and now in his 17th season he's playing for his 14th team i forget sometimes something yeah i forget sometimes that like that's a lot of moving around. I'm just thinking of the logistics of that. Like, where is your house? Do, do, you, Prob- do you keep, like, <laughs> how much money are you spending on realtors? That's the, you know what? Good, good point. Because, like, I always wonder this with the business of baseball and, like, trades and things like that. Like, where is your house? Probably yeah. where spring training uh, is, where you spend most of your yeah. time. And then do you but, just have an apartment uh, in, you know? the city of the team or whatever i don't know if but it's interesting because these these uh i guess they figure they're probably making enough money that it doesn't matter but it seems like those sorts of things aren't really taken into account when they trade players no no especially if it's for cash they're just like oh on paper this looks good yep see ya bye yep here you go baseball money ball <laughs> those <laughs> those those gosh darn uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oakland athletics playing their money ball mm-hmm. um You've got a uh, <laughs> you've got a link in here to uh, sort of rekindle our rivalry, I suppose, uh, by pointing it even out says Deadspin.com. on Deadspin it's filed to beef. That's right. <laughs> this is filed uh, to beef. This is a uh, an article about Madison Bumgarner and Yasiel Puig. Who uh, this? You know, I, this was I'd interesting to, hear, to me because I, I did not realize. Um, apparently, Madison Bumgarner and Yasiel Puig uh, they no likey each other at all. Yeah, uh, they have a bit of a feud, a beef, as you might say, a um, a a, a long standing uh, dislike for each other, um, which. Uh, used to be, I guess, more um, prevalent because they were playing for teams that were both in the same state. But now Puig is uh, playing for the Reds, um, which made it difficult. It was a long-term feud. And, you know, it's very difficult to keep up long-term feuds. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Skyping gets you close, but not really all the <laughs> way there. Um, right. You uh, know, sending gets you sending a little bit closer. Yeah. Right. Sending passive aggressive gifts or whatever just gets expensive. Um, right. It's hard. Um, you know, they say that um, absence makes the feud grow stronger. So, um, wait, do they? <clears throat> they anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So, uh, when uh, my Cincinnati Reds played your San Francisco Giants, this feud was uh, on full display. It said um, Puig basically. Um, smoked a 92 mile per hour fastball from Bumgarner into the left field seats. Uh, knowing what he had just done, the Red decided to take some time to admire that handiwork on his longtime nemesis and threw his bat once he got done looking at the dinger. Um, he didn't throw his bat at Bumgarner, to be clear. He just did a bat flip. <laughs> I feel like that's critical context that is missing from that sentence. But yeah. Um, so yeah, he flipped his bat. And then um, after the game, Bumgarner. Um, had a, a very interesting response at the postgame pref- press conference. He said, uh, he's a quick study. It only took him seven years to learn how to hit that pitch. And uh, 
Honestly, that's pretty good shade. I have to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. This I, is interesting. Um, I feel like of the sports feuds that I know about, not many of them are in baseball. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. Or they're team rivalries, right? Like they're yeah, not. for sure. They. Uh, yeah, Yankees I think, and, well, everyone sure. really. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, or, well, in the one you pointed out here is obviously the Dodgers and the Giants. It, going back even all the way to New York, like they were bitter rivals, obviously. But Yasiel Puig used to play for the Dodgers. And so like there's there's some of that history there. And that's, I think, the the root of sort of that uh, that feud, that that animosity. But Pumpgarner, so prior to the this happening, had lots of issues with the strike calling that the home plate umpire was doing uh, mm. with certain pitches and and sort of previous innings were not going so well. And so like prior to Puig hitting this home run, he was just in a sort of a bad spot in general. And Baumgartner is not great at keeping sort of a cool. He can throw like 190 pitches probably if he tried. But, For a moment, I thought you were going to say 190 miles per hour, and that was no, going to be very no, impressive. That, no, it, typically, <laughs> he can, pitchers his will... fastballs do break the speed of sound, <laughs> um, but... The, 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 thing with, the thing with Bumgarner is, like, he the, he's sort of like a horse, right? Like, he can... He'll work forever <laughs> in a game, um, and he will... He'll throw a lot of pitches... It, Typically, you're only supposed to leave a pitcher in there for around 100 pitches is sort of the general rule. But Bumgarner is like, don't take me out. I've just hit 100 pitches. Like, I'm in, now I'm in my groove. Like, don't mess me up. And I that's when they take him out. fully warmed up now. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so it takes the only thing. Pitches. Listen. <laughs> keep, me, keep me for nine innings, then I'll get into your game, I guess. But yeah. the, the thing with uh, his temper, though, is that, like, that's the thing that he has had a really hard time kind of, I don't know, staying on top of, obviously the calls were bad. I'm going to say the calls are bad, but um, prior to this, they just weren't going his way. So he was sort of peeved about that. And that absolutely adds to it. I would say though, that the bat flip from Puig here is not that bad. It's not. Yeah. It didn't seem like flippant or like eh, uh, it was eh. supposed to be incisive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I, I don't, I don't really it just look like it. he was like, and don't need this anymore. Yeah, well, and especially if you are going to pull it like he did, where you're hitting from the right-hand side and you're hitting it into the left field bleachers, um, those tend to hook foul a lot. And so watching, like, I fully anticipate that part of him was sitting there watching it for a second, thinking, like, is that going to stay fair for maybe half a second? Then he realized, okay, now I'm just going to, like, trot and and just, like, sit here and, and watch as it goes into the seats because it was it was a no doubter um once you saw him swing through it but i don't know i i'm just i i think bumgarner is all about understated shade kind of in a in a post-game press conference he's yeah, not gonna be his, the one his name comes up a lot i feel like you know as someone who's not um who has not historically followed baseball that closely stories that i saw um, his name was in a fair few of them. So sure. Right. Yeah. Um, and there are I some mean, steaming hot takes in the comments here, uh, which I really cannot, uh, recommend that you read, but, uh, boy, some people have opinions. 
Uh, yeah, it seems like it. I don't see I don't see the point in in taking a side here, but apparently uh, the related stories on Deadspin are just as good. Madison Bumgarner and Yasiel Puig yelled at each other and started a bench clearing shoving match, uh, as well as Bumgarner hits Puig, sets off bench clearing panel discussion. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> bench clearing multiple. Socratic seminar. <laughs> <laughs> now you contend that. <laughs> yep. Yep. I would need uh, to see and, proof of that, sir. And obviously, Yasiel Puig. Yasiel Puig trying to fight the entire Pittsburgh team. Uh, we covered that a couple episodes ago. So, I, yeah. you obviously know where I stand on this. Um, but we'll we'll see how this feud um, is extended throughout the year. This is again, like I said, the last series that the Giants and Reds are going to play at Oracle Park. So the rest of them are going to be in uh, Cincinnati. So the great American ballpark. That's right, with that big truck in the outfield. Big old boy, truck. boy, oh boy, uh, <laughs> Andrew. It is time. Yeah, I have it somewhere, but you won't be able to hear it. Oh, yeah, it's it's just not. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Can I turn turn it off and turn it back on again? Will that work? Absolutely. Ooh, I got it. <laughs> Absolutely. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that means uh, that that buzzer. Hey, Mario. That buzzer means that it's time for our minor league team of the week. And now it's time for your baseline minor league team of the week. That's right. Oh, that. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, mm, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, it that's does good. need a it does need a little bit of work. It could maybe be a little bit louder. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. If you drag. could replace Harold with someone else, no, I'm kidding. Love you, Harold. I'm I'm gonna I'm going to it affect does need, the heck out of that. Yeah, uh, really give it that stadium reverb. I think. Oh yeah, be great. Oh yeah. Well, I yeah. I tried to get Harold to, to go ma- into the stadium, but he just you know. It, all that all they have are indoor things over there in Minnesota, so it's sort of like yeah, you know, what, yeah. What are we supposed well, to do? and and you probably could have gotten him to turn the reverb on on one of his ninety audio interfaces, but he sure, could find right. the right knob. You know, yeah, but it's yeah, hard yeah. to keep them all straight. Yeah, it's too many mute switches. I think. Right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, the minor league team of the week this week comes to us from uh, South Carolina. Um, what do you know about golf? <laughs> mm. uh ti- tigers it's the it's the south south carolina tigers they're uh they're they're that, those, both of those together is actually pretty good that was they're a coming back mistake but uh it works um no no okay not, uh, all right tiger woods um i'm thinking more of um tor- tournaments oh um right uh, you have well, the I, PGA Tour, the uh, right. LPGA Tour, the um, other letters PGA Tour. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, the IGA Tour. Um, that's for groceries. Um, no, see, so... That one's, that one's beyond me. Um, yeah, so there's this uh, golf tournament, this little golf game that happens every year. It's called the Masters. Um and apparently, when you win the Masters, they give you a, a green jacket, um, mm. which you don't get to keep, as it turns out. But you do get to wear it um, after you've done the golf very good. They sure. give you the green jacket. Do you um, do you wear it when you golf, or is it just more of a? You know, I think you're not. No, because you might blend in, right? 
and that would be bad. You might get beaned with a golf ball. That could be bad. (laughs) Right. Um, So um, the Masters Tournament is played in the city of Augusta, which is also uh, the hometown of your Augusta Green Jackets, uh, Class Uh, A minor league baseball team affiliate of your San Francisco Giants. What? Yep. I Wow. I had no idea. Since 2005. Yep. Huh. Yep. Yes. So, uh, yeah, um, they, uh, they're a class A team, so they play in a very small uh, field that seats oh, yeah. uh, under 5,000 people, which is very small. I think some colleges have larger baseball stadiums than that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you got you to gotta have something. Um, this was uh, brought to us by uh, The Tiger on Twitter, who, by the looks of it, has been uh, going on a little tour of... Um, of minor league teams around the South Carolina um, area because he huh. sent us a couple of them. Uh, the first one was indeed um, the Augusta Green Jackets. He said, he, he sent a picture. He said, SRP Park, home of Green Gi- or Giants, single A affiliate, the Augusta Green Jackets. See what they did there? And I replied to him with um, several thinking face emoji. And he said, Augusta National, home of the Nat Masters, the winners of which receive dot, dot, dot. And um, I had a funny tweet, but I didn't reply to it because I was busy uh, uh, and I forgot. Mm, mm. Um, and I still forget. Um, then he sent us um, Fleur Field, home of single-A Boston affiliate Greenville Drive. Mm. Um, then he was in Charleston with the Charleston River Dogs. That's another compound uh, name. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, just recently he sent us from Columbia, the Columbia Fireflies. So uh, thank you for him or thank you to him for going on, uh, I guess a self-appointed tour of major yeah. or minor league teams, um, in and around South Carolina. Very, <laughs> very interesting. Appreciated. Uh, you know, the pictures to me, it's like, yeah, that's a baseball field. That's a baseball field. That's another baseball field because, uh, these minor league stadiums don't really, they don't have a lot to distinguish them from one another. It's yeah. just kind of a green diamond. <laughs> Which I, I do. I mean, that's that is sort of like the small town baseball I dig. Um, I was yeah. just in Charlotte, North Carolina, and sort of stumbled a, upon basically the same thing, and posted a uh, a link in our our uh, baseline chat on Discord, and it very much was just sort of like, yep, that's kind of like a that's a tiny little that's a that's a small little stadium, very cool, mm-hmm. uh, with with mostly field uh, on there. Um, I I personally like this green jackets logo a lot because not only uh is the sort of uh, bee looking thing it's a bee, very, you know it's it's like a yellow jacket but it is of course green instead because uh, yes exactly clearly uh, uh but the it's sort of like a classic golf hat with the little pom yeah, pom on it's top like the tam yeah yep yep that's it's very great. good it's great uh but also this this uh, green jacket is very muscular, and I appreciate all of the yeah. sort of strong dude is, baseball dude muscles. Is swole. <laughs> yeah, fully, fully swole green jacket. Yeah. Um, I do not believe that the green jacket does make you look that way, but I could no, be, I could be wrong. It, it no, it kind of just makes you look like an old person. Sure, to be quite honest, <laughs> makes you makes you look like the turf mostly. Yep, and that's about it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, if you've, of course, got a minor league team that you'd like us to talk about here on this show, please do send them over to us. You can, as Andrew mentioned, send them over on Twitter. We are at 
baseline underscore show on Twitter, or you can email us team at baseline dot show through email. Um, we would appreciate it. It would help pay the bills if you'd head over to Good Stuff Patreon, patreon.com slash goodstuff, and pledge a dollar a month, honestly, would, would help because that gets us closer to our goal of being able to uh, be fully self-sustained on your funds rather than dipping into the ye old savings account every year when we need to re-up for good stuff. It would mean a whole lot to us if you would go do that and... Uh, Eventually, we're going to have to start running ads for, like, hair products or something uh, else terrible. Yeah, time to get swole with... We're going to have eight pre-roll ads and 16 mid-roll ads. Pipcorn. It's it's like popcorn, but much smaller. Want to aspirate it? Yep. Now's, now, now's your chance. Good. That's the one. That's the corn for you. Uh, we'd also love to hear some of your topic suggestions. Please do send them to us. Topics at baseline dot show uh, and any other feedback, of course, that you've got for us. Uh, we're also taking suggestions for more squares on the baseline bingo board. So send that over to us as well. This has been Baseline, and that's the ball game. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or account of this game without the express written consent of goodstuff.fm is prohibited.